What's up, everybody? Welcome into episode number 38 of the Mac Geeks podcast. I am your host, Jacob Hughley, and we are getting set for yet another awesome episode this week, uh, talking about some more ACC wrestling. Just had an absolute banger last weekend. Uh, really good for a couple of teams, not so great for, for another one, um, but it's going to be yet another just awesome weekend of wrestling. We got probably the biggest, not probably, we have the biggest ACC duel of the year this weekend. It's going down Friday night at 8 p.m., uh, and we're going to talk all about that. So definitely super excited to get in and talk about some ACC wrestling. Um, so let's go ahead and get it underway and get my man, my co-host, uh, Jack Mueller. Let's bring Jack in. Jack, what's up, man? How's it going? It's going well, man. I'm just hanging out. Uh, we got a foot of snow here in New York, so um, that's different from Dallas. But, man, I just didn't think it was going to stop. It was crazy. And then I'm in an apartment building, right? And there was ice freezing on the windows, and it would break off because of the wind and start flinging around and smack against my window. I jumped out of my seat at least like three times to scare the crap out of me. I was like, I'm gonna die. This is it. <laughs> Ice attacking your window? Yeah, it was nuts. It was nuts, but um, yeah, foot of snow. And, and it was like snowed all day today too. That's so, wild. Wild, man. What uh, what floor do you live on? The 12th floor. So like my friend on like the 29th was saying that it was nuts up there too. <laughs> Yeah. Now my dad lived yeah. when I was growing up for like eight years or seven or eight years in a row. My dad lived downtown Atlanta. I loved it. It was the best ever. And he lived on the 20th floor and mm -hmm. it was wild. Like I loved his place. It was awesome. But I don't know. There's just never, I'm just never a hundred percent comfortable. He lived there for like eight years. And every time I'm there, I'm like, this building just decides to fall over, like gone. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think something that's great is that it's industrialized. So, like, I, I don't hear people blaring music or, or dogs barking, and that's actually really nice because the apartments I'm used to living in, it's like, man, if someone just walks too loudly, it's drives me up a wall. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, um, man. But I'm I'm jacked to be talking wrestling. Uh, a lot of cool stuff happened last weekend. Uh, Man, I, I I don't even know where to start. I mean, there was like there was upsets, there was almost upsets, there was all kinds of crazy stuff. Oh, actually, before we get into that, real quick, I I, mean, I we were talking right before a little bit getting into like video game kind of stuff, and I forgot to mention. Did you see uh, football, college football coming back? I didn't. Yeah, really. EA Sports actually put it out and said it's coming back. Man, they needed to because sports games recently have sucked. Um, man, they haven't made a good sports game since probably the last NCAA football. Maybe some, maybe a two K in there was good, but Madden hasn't been good. I haven't wanted to play Madden in, in about a decade. <laughs> I, I'm a, I've played Madden every single time. I always get it. I always play it. But like, I agree. They haven't changed crap in years. It's just the same game with just new people on it. Uh, they make yeah. it look a tad bit better. But my whole life growing up, I was such a huge NCAA wrestling or not wrestling uh, football gamer. Like, dude, yeah. literally all the time. That's all I did. Me and my best friend, like, we would sit down and just run through like ten years of a dynasty. You know, uh, for sure. And that's, that's the dream. Madden, 
Madden was always like the, all right, we've been playing this for a day. So like, let's like play a game of Madden then we'll come back. Um, yeah. And then, you know, in, you know, football went away. And so had to adjust and be a Madden guy now, but, uh, Oh, that's gonna be cool. I don't know though. I saw that it's only come out coming out on new platforms, which is really gonna suck because I'm not buying anything else. Uh, so I guess I'll have to just go over to friends' houses. Um, yeah, man, you're gonna have to come up here. <laughs> yeah, for real. You don't want that. You don't want that smoke, man. I, uh, <laughs> hey, if we're starting off on even playing field, getting whooped. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. I'm. A, I mean, if you've been buying Madden since like. 2010 since i've stopped you know you're gonna you're probably gonna smoke me i legitly <laughs> madden freshman year in college i did nothing but play madden I, don't, I didn't even do schoolwork. i just played madden online and i was in like the top 100 or whatever like just stupid record it was awesome it wasn't awesome it was really pathetic and sad but um but it was good i was good so uh you know some of us come to college and and work your butt off and you know earn all american honors and other of us uh we order pizzas and play madden well i i mean i was doing that too mine was fifa i forgot i, I mean i never lost a game of fifa in college which was always nice jilo and i actually got into like a, a screaming argument we almost fought each other right there i probably got my ass kicked but i was ready to go <laughs> the whole game i was like you suck like you're not very good and we went into overtime and i was like yeah you didn't win. You're like, you still suck. <laughs> and he got so mad. I was pushing his buttons the whole time. <laughs> and that was the only game that I wouldn't play with my roommate because my roommate grew up playing soccer his whole life and was just huge into FIFA. And so every time we got on there, he just kicked the shit out of me. It was like <laughs> 11 to nothing. Like, I was like, dude, how do you even score this many points in soccer? Like, I don't get it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So FIFA's fun. I just was never good at it. <laughs> yeah they haven't changed it though it's like what what more can you do so yeah man but let's get into some wrestling so um yeah huge weekend virginia tech uh beat unc we had nc state beat unc uh uva pulled off a big i don't want to say big upset because they were close in the rankings but um definitely you know an upset a good win for virginia you know looking back at the past couple of years um and then virginia tech also beat duke um but let's go ahead and just jump into that UVA match because obviously, you know, you got some some betting, uh, some preferences there. Um, man, big win. I mean, Virginia, 17-16, super tight match. Coach Garland gets the win. Um, I think that's the, since Gavin's taken over at Pitt, I think that's the first time Virginia's beaten Pitt, right? Yeah. So, honestly... Being quite frank, I think we could have beaten them a lot worse. I think that was one of the worst case scenarios. Like Jay lost, Keating got majored, and Louie lost a match that honestly should have won if the ref wasn't like up his own butt. And then we had two losses in overtime. Yep. So like I mean, two very, very close matches that could have easily gone the other way. I mean, in my mind, we could have shut him out. You know, great night, we would have shut them out. But the fact that we lost or we won with all of our, our like leaders with, like losing is, is incredible. And that's something that you would never see in a past UVA team. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I wrote I wrote a preview article to or not a preview, a recap article today, and I kinda hit a little bit on that obviously. And like my big thing was obviously the upsets were huge, right? 
Courtney winning at 41, Marcelli and Batista back to back at 74, 84. All technically upsets, no matter you know what you think about it. They're upsets because I mean Courtney was 0 and 3 against uh, Cole Matthews last year, um, and then on the other end, both of those guys were I don't know if they had wrestled the other dudes before, but they were definitely ranked way lower. Um, I don't say way. No, because Harvey was the way below, right? Harvey yeah. was 74 last year, and then um, and then McGill's a freshman, so. Yeah, and I think I think Harvey was actually ranked like mid-teens, and uh, Batista was not ranked. Uh, so that was definitely a big win. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, those three wins were huge. Um, I didn't see the the major coming for Wenzel over Keating. Didn't well, I mean, it was like a, it was 7-3. He went after him, and he got a 2-2, two and two, like, right at the end, like, as the time expired. So it was like, was it really a major? I mean, I think that Jake just didn't look like himself, uh, very timid. I think that he held back a little bit because he realizes he's great. And what makes Jake Keating so great, and some guys are like this, they just have no fear. And so he tried to throw him, and he got scared a little bit, and then didn't, didn't fall through, got taken down. And, I mean, Jay's sort of similar, just stopped wrestling like himself, kind of went on the defensive. And Nino's really, really good at being on the offensive, and that's not Jay, like – if he's going to beat Nino, he's going to have to dominate the top game, which he did at the beginning, and he's going to have to stay offensive the whole match. So, yeah, I, I can't remember. I think I think I picked Jay to win the match, but that was one that like, uh, I don't know. I was kind of leaning that way just because of how offensive Nino has been this year and just how good he's looked. Um, man, it, it was a good match though. I want to see it run back. Um, but what really hurt me with that one was the fact that in my rankings, I had to put Trumbull at number one now. Um, yeah, that's crazy, right? That hurt me. And nothing against Trumbull, but like Trumbull's number one over over Nino and Jay right now. Um, I mean, deservingly so. He's undefeated and he has a win over Nino. But uh, he also, um, we'll get, I'll get to that later when we talk about that one. But uh, yeah, uh, Courtney looked good, man. Courtney's heating up. He, uh, I'm excited to see him. I think, like yeah. I said, we finally got the dude that, that we've been waiting for. Um, I think it's a four-horse race at 141 in the ACC right now. I mean, mm, did you see Helgus and Sherman? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm, we'll see, you know, because Tariq beat up Sherman. Beat him up? And, you didn't watch Wasn't the match. It? You didn't watch the match. It was like a four-point win for Tariq. It was the yeah, first because one he got a four-point yeah. move. He won by three. He got a four in the last 30 seconds of the match. He was... Okay, okay so Tariq came out. And I actually... Uh, one of one of the dudes that follows us on Twitter that's like real, real into it, uh, his, his Twitter name, I think it's Buzz Shitty. Uh, it's pretty Probably awesome. Yeah, 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 he's the guy that hates you, yeah. Um, but he actually commented, gave me crap today and, you know, said I was, you know, definitely on the Sherman train for how I wrote the article. Um, and I mean, definitely got a little bit of bias, right? I've had Sherman on the show. I've talked to him. Um, but I, I mean, Tariq came out and got a takedown super early, like Tariq does, right? Sounds like it sounds exactly like Tariq, right? And then after he did that, Sherman controlled that entire match after that until the last 30 seconds of the match where Tariq, uh, you know, 
going for broke, got in on a, a blast double and just bear hugged him right to the back. It was beautiful. It, it was awesome. Um, but it, it's just, it's one of those tough matches like to look back at. It, and I'm like, man, 90% of this match, Sherman was winning. And then, I mean, obviously you earned the big move, right? But it's like, how like can you do it again? You know? Yeah. So I think Hilligus might be able to beat the other two guys, but I don't think he's ever going to beat Brian Courtney. Just from what we saw, like that was dominance. Yeah, it was. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I think that those styles match up well um, for UVA. So, yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a big Sammy Hilligus guy. Uh, and we'll get into He's got a big match coming up this weekend. Um, but, Let's go ahead and transition, I guess. Well, one more thing. You said it before, 133 with, with Louie and Mickey. Um, another one-point match, man. These guys just, they know each other too well. They're always Dude, right there. This ref is an idiot. This, the ref that was refing the Pitt UVA match sucked. Every time the crowd, without whatever, Pitt or UVA said anything, the ref would immediately call that. Yeah, like had no opinions for himself, and it was like ridiculous. And so, like during the Mickey Louie match, freaking Mickey stalled his butt off the whole match, didn't do anything, and Louie was attacking him. Not a single stalling call somehow. And then uh, freaking he reversed him before time ran out. And even if even if time was out, there was a loss of control. And so it should have been at least one, but you know, whatever. So he's right there, man. He's right there. It's just like we're gonna get him. We're gonna get him at ACC. I really, the one I really want to see is I want to see Corbin Myers and Mickey. Um, I it's coming up next it's week. Tough because like I'm I'm I all these guys are awesome, right? So it's kind of hard for me to like pick sides or whatever, especially like to pick against a dude that I've actually had a personal conversation with. Um, but the way it's looking, man. I'm not surprised if Corbin Myers wins that. Not at all. Dude's looked awesome this year. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah. Only other thing I got to ask, all right, what's wrong with your man Denton? He was one of my favorite dudes last year. He was on my fantasy team, just just sticking dudes' backs on the mat all year. And in a funk, man. Yeah, just so you know, sometimes it happens. He'll get out of it. Um I would say that he's very emotionally worked up and he needs to loosen up. I thought he had a really great first period. He was shooting things that he doesn't normally shoot um, and wasn't discouraged that he wasn't scoring. He just kept going. And then as soon as the first period ended and it was like 0-0, I think he just got super nervous. And so, you know, he ended up, it was uh, 2-0 going into whatever, however much time left. And, um, you know, he he was attacking when he got taken down. So, little things. I think that was a good match um, up until the very end. So, yeah, no, definitely. But that's, I mean, that's pretty much it from the Virginia match. Like we said, you know, that's the first win. Uh, I think Pitts beat Virginia five times in a row. So, uh, first time yeah, in a while. I don't think I ever beat him. Yeah, first time in a while, and it's the it's Garland's first win over over Gavin. Uh, since Gavin left UVA for Pitt, so um, that's a it's a big one. I know he was super happy. It was uh, it was cool because on you know on TV they were actually they kind of like followed the team you know after the win and they were all over there you know going crazy. 
Uh, yeah, I freaking broke all the COVID protocols. I ran through the mat and jumped on Quinn. I was like, yeah. oh, Jesus. <laughs> Good I was boy. like, I'll leave. You can kick me out. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you got to follow those protocols. It's, uh, it might get might get North Carolina schools open back up here in a couple of weeks. So super stoked for that. But, um, yeah, man, so let's go ahead and move on to – Let's go. Where do we want to go? Where do we go? Let's go Virginia Tech Duke real quick because that'll be a, a quick one to talk about. Um, and I'm actually going to throw this comment up here on the screen for people to see. Uh, let us know in the chat who y'all's wrestler of the past weekend was in ACC. I want to hear who people think was the best wrestler last weekend. Um, but yeah, Virginia Tech Duke. Um, my big takeaway was that uh, Virginia Tech basically wrestled their reserves uh, and won 42 to 3. So, I mean, one guy that just keeps surprising me in not a great way is is Caden at 197. I'm a big Caden Russell fan, man, but I think he's 0-3 right now. He got pinned by Stanley Smeltzer. Um, it's just kind of going rough right now. Uh, Duke's only win of the duel was at 74, where um, I don't even, uh, I can't remember who Virginia Tech had in, but but it wasn't. It wasn't Dakota Howard. It was somebody else. It was their backup at 174 as well. Um, but really, the the big one and the only thing to talk about with this one was Holy Andonian. Um, <laughs> that was wild. I mean, I expected Andonian to win. Just He's looked like a monster this year. Um, but he came out. Just the utter disrespect, dude. Like, comes out first period, just headlocks, puts him away, done. Like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, Andonian's freaking wild. He is absolutely crazy. I like uh, that was awesome. I mean, I, I I wasn't expecting that one. That one like actually made me like get up off the couch and like clap and laugh. It was awesome, um, man. But I mean, because the thing is, Fine Silver's a dude, right? Like Fine Silver's good, and uh, you know, damn. Yeah, that was impressive. He he keeps on impressing me. Yeah. For sure. Um, but that'll move us right into uh, UNC versus... What do we want to do? We want to do NC State first or Virginia Tech? What do you think? Um, Your call. Fine. Let's go... Uh, I guess we'll go in order. We'll go NC State first. <clears throat> so, NC State, I thought it was going to be a really close duel. Um but NC State ends up winning it 28 to 10, uh, really lopsided. And the, the takeaways for me is for one, NC State's the team to beat in the ACC. I think we've all known that, but like it, uh, it was very much like if you had any doubts going into this weekend, yeah, uh, this, this duel this coming weekend, what Virginia Tech's gonna, gonna really seal the deal, but, um, NC State's damn good. And they started it off, like, I actually was fortunate enough to be able to go and, and be in person um, and watch it. And Jacob Camacho, like, he, he actually tried to murder Julian Tag on the mat. Um, I don't know if... Yeah, super impressive. It, I, dude. He's not known for his mat wrestling, and that's where he kind of crushed him, right? Yeah, well, he on the mat for sure, but also there was, like that one double leg on the edge where he was like on the other side of the mat, got in on the double, ran his feet all the way across the entire mat. And then literally like jumped into the air and like pile drived him into the mat. Like it was brutal. And I mean, you could see 
Tag's face, like, holy crap, this is not the guys I've been wrestling. <laughs> yeah. uh, man, but, like, my big takeaway, I, I mean, honestly, from the whole duel was Camacho, and, like, you know, people have kind of predicted and said this and that, but, like, I, I do could legitimately make a final this year um, if he wrestles like that. I mean, obviously, it was Julian Tag. It wasn't Spencer Lee or Rayvon Foley or somebody who's wrestling, but, um, I mean, there's definitely something to be said no matter who you're wrestling, how you look. So, yeah. But yeah. did you, any big takeaways? I mean, you've wrestled him before, right? So any big takeaways from you for him? No, it's really good that he's turning people. I think that, uh, the. I mean, everyone knows he's really good on his feet, really good at, uh, at finishing shots. So um, I think that's what it's going to come down to with Latona. Uh, if you go back and watch – their match from Scuffle a year ago, you know, it was all Latona whenever Camacho got in. Um, and so Latona's very good on the mat. I think that's where he thrives. So, yep. Yeah, that's going to be a fun matchup this weekend. Um, but other things that happened, obviously we got Tariq Sherman. We talked about it a little bit already. Uh, super close. And what I wrote in the article basically was, it's not over. Like, this didn't really do much for me. I mean, if if Tariq had come out and shut him down or vice versa, then I'd have been like, all right, yeah, this person's kind of taken this rivalry. Um, but with Sherman winning the majority of the match, um, Tariq, you know, finding a way to win and getting that early take, like it just, it didn't do anything as far as who I think is going to win the next one. Um, I, <laughs> it was extremely fun to watch and exciting, but... Uh, did it help me figure out who is going to be better in the long run? No. Um, wild. But uh, other than that, um, Hayden Hydley's a dude. I mean, it, we already knew that, but um, dude can rack up points. The same thing happened with both Camacho and Hydley, where both of them kind of like were beating their guys pretty good and then realized, like, I can get an extra point. Like, I can get a tech. And both of them, you just saw like an extra gear kick in where they just started beating the tar out of their dudes. No pun intended on that one. Um, yeah, man. What else? What else you got? Um, nothing for me, really. A uh, little disappointed in, uh, and I, it's hard to say just because like the ACC is so, at 184, it's so lopsided from Trent Hiley. Bowling, and then it's like everyone else, but everyone else is pretty good. So I think I'm a little disappointed in Clay Lout. Not too much. I think Deontay Wilson separating himself from the pack. Uh, also, no pun intended. Uh, and uh, she's coming tonight. They're rolling. Yeah. Trumbull. I can't. Re- what was his result this weekend? Okay, yeah, he went two and zero. He pinned Max Shaw, and he—I think that was it. Yeah, that was their only duel. Yeah, right? one match. Um, what about sixty-five, man? Uh, Monday and Bullard. You know, I—I I, I just think that Kennedy's going to win that match every time. Yeah, and really, I know it was crazy close, and he scored at the end. But I just—I just think that his style matches up really, really bad for Bullard. Do you remember what exactly happened? Because they got in that position in third in the third period where Boulder was riding him, and they kind of like got into that position where 
Kennedy kind of like adjusted on top, like sitting on him and like picking up the leg in between in between his legs. And I think they gave a loss of control or something, right? Because somewhere yeah. in there, it went from Bullard winning to they're back up on their feet and they were either tied or or no, because I think I think it ended four three. Well, because Kennedy got a takedown at the end. Kennedy got a takedown at the end. So I yeah. think it was like 3-1, he got an escape and a takedown to win. Yeah, because um, I remember thinking, like, when they stopped to review it, there was like 40 seconds left or something, and I'm like, wow, like, Bullard's going to win. Bullard's got the match. Um, and then, you know, all that happened, they came back, and uh, I got uh, actually uh, in the chat, we got Jonathan Hidalgo telling us there's an illegal hold on Bullard. Um, oh, that's what it was. Uh, I can't remember what exactly the hold was or anything but that's where they got the point from um mm. yeah but he was really in a good position to win that match yeah no they i mean both of them were and well uh, I mean, it sounds like it was it was pretty handled in the third period you know what i mean yeah um but man kennedy's kennedy looked good um yeah because he had mckay on the ropes too yeah R- really excited for Kennedy to wrestle Winsel is that this weekend? Yep, that's gonna be sweet. And then Kennedy versus Keating's gonna be sweet too. Yeah, they're both gonna be awesome. Um, oh, and the other thing before we move on from this duel is uh, for one Isaac Trumbull real quick. Um, it it pains me because I got him at number one in the rankings, and the reason is you well, first. Dino? Yeah, well, the reason, yeah, but uh, the reason it pains me is because watching that match, first of all, Isaac Trimble is a gigantic human, and I don't know how the hell this dude makes 197, because he's huge. Like, he's mm-hmm. really big. I, I mean, I was there, and it was crazy. Like, he legitly looked bigger than Deontay Wilson to me. Um, just because, I mean, obviously, Wilson's way thicker, right? But he was definitely taller, and just, like, he has that, like, Ryan Deacon effect at 197 somehow for me. Um, but he just, the entire match was just going for that throw the entire time. Right. And that was the reason where it pained me to put him at number one, because it's not like he went out there. Max Shaw was really good. It's not like he went out there and just like picked him apart and, and, and beat up on him. Right. He was losing like four to one, got taken down twice and was just the entire time. Every time he got on his feet, jacking up these underhooks, trying to get the throw and, Eventually he got it and he got the pin, so good on him. But, um, yeah, yeah, I just it. I'd feel better about it if he'd have went out there and just pieced up Max Shaw, but that's not what happened. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting when he hits. Uh, if he hits Jay, because now it's gonna be Nino and Jay semifinals of the ACCs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because Trumbull. I mean, who knows? But Trumbull should be undefeated rolling into ACCs. Um, and that's another crazy thing, man, is that Trumbull Starton's putting Renan on the bench. I, yeah. That blows, dude. I, I don't know. Like, that's just a tough situation, man. You got two great dudes, two guys that could both, you know, possibly All-American or, you know, at least do well at the tournament, and one of them's got to sit out. Um, yeah. You know, however the heck they're deciding that is has got to be tough. It's, it's crazy. Um, but... Yeah, so the the other one, obviously Carolina gets kind of beat up on, um, and then they got to turn around and wrestle Virginia Tech. Uh, I feel for Carolina though, because you know they had 
what two events that were postponed and then they come back and they had garner webb and duke right so a little bit of a tune-up um but had to jump basically right into nc state virginia tech because even against duke they had like half of their lineup out um so a lot of these guys first matches back were, were this weekend um but virginia tech match uh yeah, I mean, big things for me. Corbin Myers is on fire. Um, yeah, absolutely That's on fire. Great. That's a really good start to his season, and man, if uh, he doesn't cool down soon, he's going to be the guy to beat. I just I wasn't impressed by by Mickey this weekend. Um, I just I don't know, but that's like where our styles are completely different. Like it bothers me when I see people not trying to go out and score points. Um, but it works for him, and he seems to be able to just keep it close and win every match. Um, so who knows? You know, Corbin Myers is scoring points left and right, but he's going to have to score on one of the best defensive wrestlers in the country. So, yeah, um, that's where I got to have a little fun on the rankings, though, because in the rankings, Philippi's got to be number one, right? He's a two-time ACC champ. Uh, I think he's two and one or three and one against Myers in their career. Um, but I have Corbin Myers in my pound for pound higher than Mickey. I think Mickey's down near like eight or nine or something. I have Corbin up at like six or something. Um, my pound for pound, if people haven't seen the rankings, definitely go check them out. But pound for pound is like all my rankings. I really pride on, on trying to put them in the right order, right? Pertaining to their records and, you know, past results and all this kind of stuff. Pound for pound is where I get to actually be a little bit more, objective and you know kind of i do it by who i think's got the best chance at, at placing the highest right um and I, I just i got him up high man and i have two situations this week where i have dudes in the pound for pound that are higher than the guy that's ranked number one in their weight class um, i also have camacho in my pound for pound over latona right now um mm. because dudes just look so good man um yeah and yeah, and at the end of the year, I mean, I think I think there's a good chance that that he outplaces Latona, um, but we'll see. I mean, a lot of it's gonna be gonna be going down this weekend. Gonna get a lot of answers. Um, what'd you take out of the rest of this duel, though? Virginia Tech, UNC. Uh, Connor Brady got a big win. Uh, I think that was really good for the weight class in general. I think that just seals up another spot. Um, Hmm, what else? We, have we talked about Makai Kennedy? No, we haven't hit that yet. I mean, that's really impressive, you know, put put the the returning champ on the ropes like that. Uh should be a huge confidence boost. Four to three. Yeah. One one takedown away, you know. Yeah, and, and Makai's um, been decking folks this year. I mean, he, he pinned the Duke kid in like fifteen seconds the night before. Yeah. So. Like, That's super impressive. Uh, um, what else looked really good? Yeah, but I mean that that match with Makai and Monday, I'm stupid excited to see again. I hope we see it again in the ACC finals or semifinals or however the heck it gets drawn up. Well, you don't, um, <laughs> but uh, however it gets drawn, I don't care if it's on the backside, dude. I just I want to see it again um, because it was four to three and. Obviously, you know, Makai got his got his takedowns, got his points early, um, but was able to kind of hold off because he has some of the best defense in the country. Um, and 
for one, it was cool to see them get a little chippy. Um, they got after each other a little bit. It had to be uh, separated because they were about to get into it. And I thought that was it was cool to see. I mean, that's not unusual for Kennedy, um, but I haven't seen that out of Makai yet. And so, yeah, he's usually pretty chill. Yeah, and, and so that was cool to see. And then also that whole last minute, like Kennedy's just coming. And he got in deep on like two different shots, right? And obviously, you know, Vincenzo Joseph knows it's really hard to finish on Makai. Um, I mean, some of the best dudes out there have not been able to finish on him, so everybody knows. But Kennedy was in deep several times. And if he got any of those, then we'd have seen National Champ go down. Um, yeah, so. but he, he, that's where Makai thrives, right? It's impossible yeah. to take a dude down. I remember... I remember I was watching the duel. It was like Northwestern versus Virginia Tech or something. And I was watching it with Frank Molinaro, who was their coach at the time, and David McFadden. And some uh, Northwestern dude had his leg up in the air, and Molinaro was like, if this guy takes him down, I'm going to be so pissed because I can't even take him down from there in the room. And, uh, and sure enough, he didn't get scored on. But it was just funny hearing that from him. I was like, He's a freshman because before he did, I'm like this kid can't get taken out by Frank Molinero. I don't care how many weight classes above he is. Like, that's super impressive with a leg up, you know. Um, and then obviously he he showed it to everyone. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, he's he's insane. But uh, I I just don't I don't see anybody else in the ACC getting close to touching him. Um, and honestly, there's few guys in the country that are going to get close. Uh, so it was cool to see Kennedy step up because we've said it before, dude. I'll keep saying it. it like Pete Kennedy Monday can win a national title. So, and that showed us this weekend. Like if if whoever didn't believe, like it, it can happen, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But uh, the other thing that that I took away, uh, Austin O'Connor beat uh andonian by seven i mean it was kind of it was the same as last year uh, i was expecting a lot closer match because andonians look good but um i've also obviously been super high on o'connor i've said to you a million times i'll keep saying it undefeated national champ 2021 um but uh i did think it was going to be closer and all credit to austin o'connor because i mean it, it, he made andonian look like andonian hadn't got better and we all know he has so um you know, it shows how good and how good O'Connor's looked. Um, he's got to do something about the hair, dude. Got to do something about the hair, though. I, I know his dad's listening and got to. I mean, just, they come undone. They're flying everywhere. Like, ah, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. No, it's <laughs> awesome. But like, it's gotta, it's gotta be annoying. Like, just to have it in your face, like falling all over the place. Yeah. So O'Connor, have I ever told you about how he used to wrestle all the time? No. So we wrestled at the Tulsa National Finals, I want to say, two or three times. And he, when we were kids, he was really freaking good, like uh, like what Spencer Gable is now. And, uh, and we were, like, friends. So we would be wrestling in the finals, and then, like, an hour or two hours before, we'd be, like, hanging out. And I <laughs> got to the point where I was like, dude, you got to go away. You got to go away. And uh, he smoked me every time. It wasn't even close. And one year I freaking lost to him. And then I had, there was a challenge for a second, you know? Yeah. Uh, and the guy that I had to 
wrestled for the challenge for a second was Nick Suriano. <laughs> I was like, dude, this sucks. Dude. <laughs> Just got put through the ringer. That's crazy. Where the hell are you wrestling? What What are all the, these? Tulsa. Tulsa? Tulsa? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, <laughs> but dang. Uh, yeah. That's wild. Uh, the other other thing that to take away from this duel before we get on to next week is, um, at least from my perspective, dude, Sammy Hillegas is a dude. All right. Uh, I, I don't care what anybody says. I think he's right there. I think there's a top four this year. I think Courtney and Hillegas are right there. Um, because Hillegas took Sherman into overtime and there were several times where I thought Hillegas was going to get a takedown and, and win that match. Um, yeah, but Hillegas and I mean, you got to think that, Never mind, you keep going. I interrupted you. No, you're good. I'm just thinking like Sherman just went through the freaking like I'm going to say it again, the ringer with Tariq and lost a heartbreaker just right before it, the day before. So I think that, I mean, that might have something to do with it. I I don't know, though. I might be just making excuses. Yeah, maybe, but I don't know, man. Like, it, it, he's just looked really good lately. And um, if there's one thing, he's he's awesome on top. And I'm looking forward to seeing his career and how he progresses on top if he's this good as a true freshman on top. Uh, so that's going to be fun to watch. But going to play a big role this weekend too. Um, but yeah, I mean, Virginia Tech handled UNC as well, 23-9. Uh, the only other thing that I want to say is obviously that situation for Carolina at 74-84 is just not working. Um, with Kane at 74 and... Clay Lout at 84. Both of them went 0 and 2 on the weekend. Um, Lout didn't look bad because the dude wrestled Trent Hydley and Hunter Bolin, and they were both decision losses. Um, but Kane, I mean, the the loss against Bullard, that's that's you know, it, it was, it, it's a tough loss, right? Bullard's good. Uh, I think Bullard's like six and one on the year, um, but Kane just looked out of out of shape. Like there were several times where he just like he just looked tired, and you know it, it sucked. I mean that was his first match, so he probably was tired. Um, but then you know, he turns around the the next night and loses to Dakota Howard, which I don't think he should have lost to. Um, so that situation is just tough. Um, but I I have heard that that it's going back. I've heard that Lout's going to be seventy four and Kane's going to be eighty four moving forward. Mm. So wow. I think. I think that's the way to go. I think that's, I mean, I'm not a freaking Carolina coach, right? They could all kick the crap out of me, but um, they know what they're talking about. But I think that's the best decision, right? You know what Clay Loud is at 174. You know he can win an AC title. Uh, Duke could possibly be an All-American. Um, so, you, yeah. if you can only... kind of only got one good tournament out of Devin Kane, too. I, I mean, it was a great tournament, so you know his potential, right? Um, but... It, I mean, it's hard to argue with with a solid season and an ACC title to boot um, with with Clay out. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a good choice. I think you know you, you can't focus too hard on trying to you know maximize and win a national title in both weight classes. You know that Lout's going to be good at seventy four, so put him at seventy four and then deal with eighty four. Um, I think that's kind of the move, but. All right, before we get on to this week, real quick, uh, you know, risers and fallers, something we've been doing 
Um, and I already hit on my faller right here with uh, UNC 174-184. I, I think it was just a really tough patch. It's been a tough patch. Um, but I think it could easily be a riser next week because I think you know them putting it in the right place, I, I think that fixes a big spot in their lineup. Um, and I think that they, they go back to looking really good. Uh, my risers, though, for the week, Kennedy Monday and Jacob Camacho. Uh, Jacob Camacho, it's not like... He, He's not on my risers list because he went out and, and beat a top-tier guy, right? Tags a freshman. Uh, but it's just the way he looked. I mean, he went, he got after it. Uh, he knew that his team might end up needing team points, and he went balls to the wall, went for it. Um, and he just he looked so good. I mean, I'm telling you, outside of Spencer, uh, I've been watching a lot of wrestling and I haven't seen another 125 that's impressed me the way Camacho's impressed me lately. Um, Have you been watching Pat McKee? <laughs> okay, he, he might be there too. Um, but <laughs> but I'm, I'm taking Camacho in a head-to-head on that one. Um, but McKee's look good, for sure. I mean, he pinned, what, he pinned Schroeder and Aguilar. Um, yeah, and he, um, he beat Rayvon Foley too. Yeah. So he's on fire. No, I, dude, that kid was so tired, or got me so tired whenever we wrestled last year. He was super strong. I was shocked because he was only a freshman, but very yeah. strong. All right, who you got? My riser of the week is, well, um, Michael Batista and Brian Courtney. Um, homer. Yep, super homer. But at the same time, these guys have been looking for big wins. I said it. A long time ago, Michael Batista has been looking for a big win. And he's kind of been the – he was the fourth guy out last year at 184 when Nino was down. And this year it was looking like he could be the fourth guy out again. Um, got a huge win over Greg Harvey, who was ranked 20th or so. Um, I think that's just big for him. I, I think that he's really is a top 15 guy and just hasn't been able to prove it because he made that jump. I want to say in January and just didn't wrestle a ranked, a ranked opponent other than Trent Hydley and Bullard or not Bullard. Um, what's his face? Bolin and um, Nino. And then he wrestled Trent and Bolin again, back to back to start out the year. And then finally got a guy that I knew he could be, he knew he could be. And so I just think that he's, he's setting himself up well. Um, to be an NCAA qualifier, that's big. And once he's there, I think he can he can really make a big statement. And then Brian Courtney, 0-3 against Cole Matthews before. Um, beat him, iced the match, rode him, very tough. I think another guy I would say is, is probably the biggest riser of the week is Isaac Trumbull. Um, yeah. You know, having Nino beat Jay is, is huge for him. It kind of solidifies him as a starting – starter and the number one seed in the ACC if he can continue to be undefeated, which I think he will. Biggest faller is Pitt. As you mentioned before, it was their first loss to UVA in five years. Um, you don't want to read it the way you put it in the doc? No. Um, <laughs> um, you know, Keith has never lost to Steve, so it's pretty, pretty big. I think it's UVA's first win over an ACC team that's not Duke um, in a few years. That's big. I think Virginia is starting to, you know, round out 
a, a full lineup that there doesn't really have any holes. Um, you know, I think that 149 is an issue, but you, you've seen Benton's potential and what he can become when he his head's on straight. So I think he can get back on pace, but, I mean, UVA is, has jumped a level this year, and it's really exciting to see, um, you know, pushing Virginia Tech to the limit again, um, one match away from beating them. So. 100%. They definitely jumped a yeah. level. I mean, they, like you said, they, they don't have a hole. Um, I, I think – I think 25 and 49 are the two that, that kind of need to pick it up a little bit, right? Um, but to, I mean, they're, they're, those two dudes are good too, right? So uh, yeah. if we get them to, to perform like they can, um, then they got, a, they got a solid lineup, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So I think that's kind of wrapping up, putting a bow on last week. Is there anything else you got from last week? Um, no. I think that uh... – you know, pit fans don't like me anymore. I was the last one to show up in the gym, so I sat right in the middle of them, um, and I was so loud the whole time. So, yeah, I uh, I apologize for nothing. Uh, in the words of Hayden Highly after the tweet and against Anthony Valencia. So, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, that was like, hilarious. I apologize for absolutely nothing. <laughs> I read it as from a screen from Conor McGregor, man. <laughs> Yeah. I take this I take this chance to apologize for absolute or to absolutely nobody. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that was so uh, great. One of the best moments in sports. That was the best. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah, did you see the the Hydley tweets going back well you're not on Twitter. The you not didn't see the Twitter. tweets this week, man. Um no. I, I remember I don't remember what happened. I think uh our man at Rudis, uh, Mason, Mason Beckman posted something just kind of saying like how remarkable that Heidelich's 26 and 0 in the ACC, like just Mr. Consistency, like always getting it done. Um, really like complimentary of Heidelich, right? And uh, Kenny Monday commented on it and, you know, it was also a complimentary, but it also put something along the lines of like, you gotta, gotta win the title, right? Like he hasn't won a title. Um, and he compared him to Charles Barkley because Charles Barkley was so good and never won a title. And I, I, I'm, I'm trying not to do it bad because it wasn't like a super attack. It was just kind of like a little slight dig, you know? Um, so it wasn't like awful by Kenny, but it was just, you know, it was definitely a little bit of a shot, you know, especially after this weekend. And uh, Hayden actually like quote tweeted it and put, um, you know, something about how, he's very proud of his career and like you know this tweet has a little bit of animosity behind it but i'm very proud of my career and blah 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 and then posted a picture of charles barkley dunking on some dude and replaced the dude's face with the unc symbol and so (laughs) he said here's a picture of what barkley did last night or something like that it was hilarious Um, it was you gotta see it i gotta send it to you it was the best um, dude oh my gosh they're funny they definitely don't like me but they're funny i like them they're oh, hilarious dude. he's they are literally probably one of the best twitter follows like in wrestling both yeah, brothers. yeah they're awesome uh why you say they don't like you man i don't know i i think that um so nice know. dude they're such they're so nice i had hayden on the show like nicest dude ever yeah, I think Hayden likes me. I don't know if Trent does. Um, I was on the same team as, as Hayden, and we always we always say what's up and yeah. stuff. But um, I don't know, man. 
don't know. Well, um, yeah, man, but that, that was a, that was a cool Twitter exchange. I thought it was hilarious. He's always great. Like, just don't come at Hayden Hydley because if it's on the mat, he's gonna whip your ass. If it's on Twitter, he's he's gonna dunk on you at Charles Barkley. So, um, yeah, just leave him alone. Uh, but oh, man, that's right. great. Let's head to this weekend. I uh, got some big duels this weekend. Uh, I guess the the best way to do it is probably to run through. I was gonna say run through maybe the quicker ones first. Um, so Virginia Duke, there's, I mean, there's not much in that duel, uh, unfortunately, but we do have one difference in our picks. I don't know if you saw it or not, uh, but I picked. I picked Agan at 125. Um, so we got Agan oh, McCormick. That's not a key match. Take that out of here. You don't want it on there? We picked differently. We picked differently on many occasions. Uh, and? Like, and come we on, didn't man. Put it on there. No, we're keeping it in there, dude. We're we put Max Shaw and Andy Smith on there last week. Why isn't that on there? No, we didn't. They didn't wrestle last week. That was like two weeks ago. No, they did wrestle last week. Did we put it on there? No, we didn't put it on there. Oh, well, I don't know. Um, didn't I pick Shaw? No, you picked Smith. Did not? Yeah, you did. Okay, I straight up don't remember doing that. Um, all right, well, I'll have to go look and find that. I have to correct if I'm wrong. Um, oh, no, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was yeah, wrong. I picked Shaw. Because you picked Smith week one. Okay. And so I'm just confused. All right. Um, all right, but let's, you know, is there anything you got to say about the Virginia Tech, or I mean, not Virginia Tech, the Virginia Duke duel? Um, no, man. Duke's always scrappy, so they got to keep their heads on straight. Um, you know, I think that this would be big for a lot of guys, uh, for Patch, for, um, for Denton. I mean, I, I know Fine Silver is super tough, but honestly, for both guys, right? Fine yeah. Silver got by Andonian, and uh, you know it just hasn't really wrestled great. So he, it's a good opportunity for him to bounce back as well because we know he's a lot better than that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but there's there's not really many big matches like you said. Fine Silver Denton. Um, I mean, Fine Silver is definitely the heavy favorite there, but um, you know Denton's got to get over the hump, and and it's a good time to do it. Um, 125, the only one I guess I want to talk about. It, because we picked differently, and we're putting it on the key matches, damn it. All right? Because you picked your guy. Um, all right, you're not confident? Come on, man. No, I've got, I've got confidence. I just, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, but, I, we haven't done this with the, uh, with the other ones. Yeah. Um, but I picked Agan over Patch. Um, and the reason is... I I just feel like we haven't seen peak patch yet. I, I feel like we've seen haven't seen him perform to where he can perform because we've seen like flashes of it, right? We've seen a couple of matches where he's went out there and and beat up on some dudes, um, but it's been kind of up and down a little bit. Um, Agan has had some battles and has been in all these matches, and he wrestled a one point match with Joey Prada last week. And while Prada is the backup for Virginia Tech behind Latona, uh, Prada's very good in his own right so you know i i just i think that agan's been consistently getting better i think that he's somebody in that duke room that is really benefiting from having thomasello as a coach um 
and I don't know. I just think he's been consistent and consistently getting a little bit better. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna place my money on on the Blue Devil this weekend at 125. What what you got? Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I just think uh, I think Patch will turn it around this weekend. But like you said, we haven't seen him at his peak, so it definitely could go Duke's way. Yeah. Um, how did that that Pitt Duke match go? Pitt win that um, at one twenty five. Macho versus Agan. I think. Oh man, Agan Agan has a ACC win, so I can't remember who it was. It might have been Macho. I can't remember. I have to look it up. Um, no, it was UNC. His ACC wins UNC. Okay, yeah, he beat uh, Will Guida. Tall dude, Guida. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Guida and Tag have kind of been back and forth a little bit. I don't really know who's actually the starter there. Um, I don't I, think they've chosen yet. I, I, I assume it's Tag, but I think I think Guida's looked really good. I think, yeah, Guida's looked as good as Tag has, if not better. So, um, But, yeah, uh, the only thing is in our scores in our doc, right, I got 29-3, to three, or 29-7 to seven for UVA. <laughs> Uh, Jack, Jack picked 145 to three, basically (laughs) Jack picked 45 to three because he went through and basically everybody either pinned or, or majored their guy. Um, Hey, I gave one decision. So little Homer status. Uh, but, uh, you know, we don't, we don't usually publicize those. We just kind of use them for our own picks and ideas. But, uh, I just had to throw in there that. Jack is super homerish in some positions. I'm so I'm obviously gonna be a super homer here. <laughs> you know? Dude, you have five Virginia you, so you have five Virginia pins. Five. Yeah. Hey man, I do think 33. I do think 41. I think 57 will be a tech or a pin. I think 65 will be a pin. 74 is probably a decision, to be honest. Um but I said pen. And then I think the rest will be majors, other than 25, because that'll be a decision. Okay. All right, so. 74 will be a decision. I'll give you that. You think so? <laughs> yeah, Vic's not a big point scorer, yeah. as they call him. All right, um, let's go. Let's jump down to UNC Lehigh. Um, that's the only non-ACC matchup of the weekend. UNC is going up to Pennsylvania, so they're actually hitting Pittsburgh on Friday night and then uh, Lehigh on Saturday afternoon. Um, not many big matchups here. Um, I have UNC winning 8 out of the 10 duels with Lehigh bookending the the duel. They I have them winning at 125 and at 285. Um, Jarrett Lane at 125. They, they haven't wrestled a whole lot. Um, but Jarrett Lane has looked pretty good. Uh, and what we've seen of him, he pinned Colton Camacho, um, and was beaten up on him pretty good before then. And then, uh, Jordan Wood at 285. I mean, we know Jordan Wood. He's, uh, I think he's a junior world champion. He's made the NCAA semifinals one, at least once, maybe twice. Um, Jordan Wood's really good. And he came back their last match. So, uh, a lot of people weren't expecting him back. Yeah, that's big for him. Uh, he's a good dude. Uh, definitely wishing the best for him. Is there anything in this duel that that you're excited to see? I mean, Lehigh's just kind of having a down year, you know. Yeah, so, this this is a bad Lehigh team for yeah. for Lehigh standards. Um, yeah. And they don't have Ed Edmund Ed Rund Ed whatever the hell his name is Ruth. Uh, 
in the lineup, man. Ed and Nettie. Yeah, they got three. There's three of them. <laughs> Literally, three of them that are called some um, form of Ed, which no I think Ruth. is awesome and crazy at the same time. Yeah. Um, no Ruth, no Peitzel. Uh, I think 141 will be a good match. McGonagall is, it shows a lot of promise. 197 will be a tough match. Uh, Jacobson's ranked something in the country. He's ranked 19th in the country, so that will be a good one. Um, 33 might also be decent. Malik Hines is 3-1, and one, and it's been, been yeah, pretty good. Friends. I think Jamie Hernandez will handle him. Yeah, no, I mean, I think... I think there's a couple of matches that could be, you know, decent matches to watch. I think still watch the duel, right? Because there's going to be some good wrestling. And especially if you're an ACC fan, it's going to be heavy Tar Heels. But uh, there's not a whole lot of excitement from this duel. There's no big matchups or anything. Um, I got UNC 31 to 6. But we'll move on second to last duel. Uh, we'll go still sticking with the Tar Heels. Tar Heels versus the Panthers. Um, man, I, you've wrestled. So you've. I guess, you know, you're, you've wrestled at all of the ACC schools, right? Yes. How does, what's, what's the best atmosphere? Uh, I really liked, oof, I almost, mm, I kind of hated going away, but. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, like, let's throw Virginia out because you're, you're a Virginia guy, right? Besides Virginia, yeah. where, where did you like wrestling? Oh. Um, I, I mean, I really hated going away. I hated every single one of these places. Um, I hated Duke. I hated NC State. Freaking hated that. I didn't like it either. I guess Virginia Tech was probably my favorite place to go. Really? Um, and I performed really bad there every time we did a duel there. So I just looking, like watching these duels, I think Pitt has the coolest atmosphere. Pitt has the coolest atmosphere. I didn't like wrestling there, though. Now, like, I say that with a grain of salt because last year, like, NC State, UNC was definitely the, the coolest atmosphere out of everybody, right? Yeah, NC but, State is a great crowd, but I think Pitt puts on a better show. Yeah. So, uh, NC State has the best crowd in, in the ACC. I think that's fair for me to say. And then uh, Virginia Tech. You, at Pitt, it was more like um, it was like just something fun to do on a Friday night. I feel like at NC State, those fans like were. I wanted to fight like them. <laughs> got uh, got Chad chiming in. Okay, I I didn't like like I I mean I said it before, right? Like NC State had the best crowd. I think Pitt put on a better show. They have the spotlight. They yeah. have. They each have walkout songs. Um, but honestly, NC State did something really cool at the beginning too. They they, they have, walked. Out like, they have like the like, smoke going, and yeah. and then they run out of their tunnel. They do. Virginia Tech does like the sandstorm before they their guys run out, which is cool. Um, and then they do the Moss Art Center, which was also really cool. Yeah. Um, Duke was awesome because we got a wrestle in um cameron Endor. yeah which was historic sick. yeah yeah that was so cool um yeah now i think that's one of the like obviously i'm a little spoiled because i get to go to three different places over here but i think yeah. duke is super cool to go to i can see how it wouldn't be like the coolest atmosphere because first of all like 
it doesn't really have a whole lot of fans. Like when I went, there wasn't COVID and there was, I mean, sadly there was like 20 people in the stands. Um, sucks. But like, like I said, Cameron indoors, like it's historic place. Right. And so it's yeah. such a cool place. Um, like you just feel like you're walking through history. And also it was the same week as the UNC Duke basketball game. And so they had <laughs> all the tents lined up outside. Um, Cause all the students apparently like sleep out in tents outside. Uh, but I think Pitt just has a really cool atmosphere. That's the whole reason I was asking. Got off on a tangent. But, um, yeah, so this one, Pitt and UNC, what, any duels, or not duels, any matches you're particularly looking forward to? Um, hmm. 65. <laughs> yeah, 165 sure. pounds, and then 184 pounds, and then 141, too. Um, I think Sherman's favored. I think 41 is like my least excited I am about it. 84, I'm probably second most. And then 65, that will decide the who's the two seed, I think. Yep, I definitely um, You know, any those guys can go from two to five, right? Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. They, like- they win this weekend, they have a shot at getting the two seed. If they lose this weekend, they have a shot at getting the five seed. Well, look, so, like I – Big match. I- when I ranked that one this weekend, so 65 and 97 are absolute just trash to rank because both of them have what I think like Spay at Flow calls them a ranker's delight or whatever, where you have like A, B, 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 C, C, B, A. Um, and 65, literally, Winslow got beat by Bullard, but beat Keating. Keating beat Bullard. Um, and, and like, it's just like all over the place. They've all, they all have a win over each other. And so I ended up, I have Keating at three, and the, I mean uh, Winslow at three, Keating at four, and Bullard at five, because uh, Winslow has a win over Keating, and they both have winning records. Bullard is two and three, so he just had to be put on the bottom out of those three. Um, yeah, although Bullard's definitely turned a corner, oh, um, so he looks a lot better. Yeah, I think that if Winslow loses, I think that it will go. One Mackay, two Kennedy, three, three Bowler. I mean, that's gotta be three, Wenzel. Okay, three Wenzel. Because if because Bowler's not gonna have a winning record, most likely, um, or he might. If he does, it'll be like a four and three or like something like that. Um, where Wenzel and Keating are gonna have like a six and two or something. So yeah, Wenzel has the win over Keating. will be off for that seating meeting. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, they'll probably give it to Wenzel because he has a major over Keating. Also, the returning ACC champ. I don't yeah. know how much. I don't know how much they weigh. I don't think past that matters. Results, but I don't think that matters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they'll probably go three Wenzel, four Keating, five Bowler. The interesting thing about that one too is that with Monday and Wenzel, they haven't wrestled before. So. Really? I don't believe so. Are you uh, sure they didn't wrestle in the duel last year? No, I'm pretty sure that there was somebody else in there. Um, here, are you looking it up? Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Um, call me out if I'm wrong. But one that you didn't mention was 133. You got the match rematch at the ACC. No, finals. they wrestled last year at ACC. Yeah. They wrestled last year at ACC's and they wrestled last year in the duel. 
You're right. You're right. Oh, man. I was thinking of... him at the duel, beat him in the ACC championship. Dude, I... Uh, Kennedy was jacked up at the ACCs. His ankle was really messed up. So, um, I don't know who, who I'm picking. Pick? Um, yeah, I picked Kennedy. My bad. Well, my bad. I'm completely off. Wow. Um, but yeah, you're right. Um, Kennedy beat him in the duel and then lost to him at the AC tournament. And that's because Kennedy was the one seed. Once was the four. And once won the tournament. Um, but yeah. So I mean, I. I'm really high on both of them. I think both of them have a shot at, at All-Americaning this year. Um, but I'm going to pick Kennedy. I, I just I think he's got a little bit of an edge to him. Um, I think, you know, he can he, he knows it's the last year. Let's let's just go for it. And uh, he's been attacking like crazy, and he's looked really good. So I'm going to go Kennedy. Um, but, again, it wouldn't surprise me either way. Yeah, I've got Kennedy, too. I just think the upside's bigger. Um, but, man, Wenzel looked really good last weekend. And I, I know that, that Jake didn't wrestle his normal self. He didn't look like the Jake that that wrestled Mackay or the Jake that wrestled uh, Bowler. Um, I just thought he looked flat. So Yeah. Um, we'll all see. right. Well, we both got Kennedy. Uh, 33. Yeah, like I said, I, you got to at least mention it. Um, Philippi Hernandez is a rematch of the 2020 final ACC finals last year, um, which I can't remember exactly the score. I put it in my article. Nikki um, Smoke, I think, right? Mm-mm, that was close. It was like it was like a two I it point. Really bad. It was like a two point three. I think it. I think it might have been one of those matches that was kind of like very one sided, but maybe the score wasn't as as lopsided. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I remember I, I, thinking back, like I definitely remember. It was never a question. Like Mickey was. That's what it was. It was eight five, and I was like, "Wow, yeah. Mickey scored a lot of points." That's what. I mean. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. So I mean, obviously, good. It's always good to see a, a rematch of the AC Finals. But yeah, I mean, Mickey just knows how to pull those out, man. He 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 wrestles close matches and he wins close matches. Um, Sherman Matthews. I mean, I I got Sherman all day, but uh, but Cole Matthews is always fun to watch. Um, so you never know what could happen there. Looking down through the rest of them, 74-84 is going to be cool because, uh, Jared McGill and Greg Harvey are both, uh, are both good. Um, they're both really good for Pitt. McGill's been kind of a, a pleasant surprise. He's a freshman stepping in and I think he's like four and two or something and he's been beating some good dudes. Um, Harvey, you know, same thing, been beating some good guys. And then on the other side, it's fun too, because you're going to see Clay Lout back down at 74 and Devin Kane up at 184. So I think those two matches are definitely going to be two to watch. Um, Nino and Max Shaw at 197. Uh, I, I'm I'm really starting to like Max Shaw. Uh, Max Shaw beat uh, Andy Smith of Virginia Tech. Uh, pretty, pretty good win there. And then in the Trumbull match, he did end up getting pinned. Um, but he was winning four to one and took Trumbull down twice and was like 100% in control of this match. Just Trumbull was like eight foot taller than him and kept jacking up those underhooks and eventually got the throw. Um, so I think, you know, don't sleep on Max Shaw, uh, but Nino should win that match. Um, and then, you know, my man Slinger, I think he's four and two this year. Uh, you know, he's, he, he can't beat the, the top of the top, but, uh, 
you know, he gets it done other places. I wanted so badly to pick him, but, uh, you know, Gunning's one and two. Gunning's good, and I think he's going to bounce back this weekend. Um, but the hard thing about Slinger is Slinger's a 100% full-size 285. Um, all right. Yeah. So for that one, we both got UNC, right? Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, last duel of the weekend, the big daddy of the entire year. Uh, I just put in the chat uh, who y'all got this weekend, Virginia Tech, NC State. Tell me, let me know. Uh, if you're not listening to us live, make sure that you join the live show on our Facebook page every Tuesday night at 7. Uh, but let's get into this thing, man. NC State, Virginia Tech. I, I guess we're going to start off with it. We're going to start off with a massive bang, all right? Um, it is one of our key matches of the week, and uh, unless you changed, uh, we differ on this. So Yep, uh, I stayed the same. Awesome, because I when I originally went through, I just put Latona in because Latona's 2-0 over Camacho, right? So I was just like, all right, and I kind of like auto-put it in. And then it just ate away at me all day long. And I got to put my money where my mouth is, man. I put Camacho higher in the pound-for-pound pound rankings. Um, and I, I'm going to stay with it, man. I, I think I that... It. <laughs> I, I'm going to stay with it. I, I'm going to back it up. Because while it could very well be a situation where Latona's just got his number, um, I think if I look at both of them, they both look good this year. But again, like I've said, like Camacho looks like a, a guy that could make an NCAA final this year for me, especially in the weight, looking how the weight it does this year. Um, I 100% believe that he could make a final. And I don't know if I'm ready to say that with Latona yet. Um, nothing against him. He's looked great. But I just, I really, really think look, Camacho's look stupid good this year. So I'm going to go with Camacho. I think it's a really close match. And I think Camacho pulls it out. What you got? Well, this will be both guys' first ranked match of the year. So, yeah. Pretty intense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've got NC State. Got the pack in the chat. Um, but, yeah, well, you said you got Latona, though, right? I've got Latona, but I do think NC State has more ways to win. Um, I picked Bowling. But I definitely, like, thinking about it right now, I think Hydley has made more jumps. Bro, bro, bro. bro. But, we're, we're on 125 still. Yeah, I know. Where you're going. Well, you're asking me about how I have NC State. Yes, I have Latona. Um, I think it's going to come down to the mat wrestling. I think Latona has the edge there. Um, but like you said, Camacho's gotten a lot better. Um, I think we saw that at the RTC Cup. Um, where he smoked Sean Russell, which I think is a very big win for him. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Camacho wins, but that's another reason why I'm picking NC State because the swing matches, I'm leaning Virginia Tech. Um, and I just think NC State has more locks. Okay, so you've, you, you have the unique position on this podcast, at least, that you've wrestled both these guys, you've beat both of these guys. Um, what's what's the deal with them right camacho latona like what's give us the inside scoop on these guys and like why do you think why do you think as a guy that's wrestled them that latona's got it if you had had no idea that they'd wrestled each other before well it's different because i wrestled latona in freestyle and i kind of out freestyle them i'd say i just think that he was very advanced in his his second and third actions 
Um, and I think that, um, you know, Camacho is really good at finishing, but it was very difficult for me to finish on with Tona. Uh, but what helped me was, was freestyle, you know, I, I could expose, I think in folk style it would pose a lot more challenges, um, just being able to scramble in there. Um, you know, Camacho, if he gets in on your leg, it's, it's really, really tough. Um, but that's kind of where the fun begins for Sam Latona. And so, I mean, this is just an, a clash of styles. And so I think if Camacho makes it a feat game and, and finishes his takedowns, he's going to win. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just, I, I just something, man. I, I think he's looked so good. I got to roll with him. Got to go with, with my pack. Um, yeah. I, mean, I, I think that's a very reasonable choice. Yeah. Um, but next one, uh, 133, Corbin Myers and Ryan Jack slash Jared Trombley. Who knows, dude? Like, I, I don't know who the hell they're going to wrestle there ever because I, I thought I listened to their pod, their podcast and, uh, coach pop said something about how, you know, Trombley was kind of the guy that had more experience and uh, that they were going to kind of go with him right after that Louis Hayes match. But then we saw Ryan Jack again against, uh, Jamie Hernandez. So I have no idea. I've given up on trying to guess who they're going with. Um, I, I got to think it's going to be Trombley at the end of the day, but I agree. I think that Ryan Jack's very good and has a very bright future, but right now I think that he just hasn't, he hasn't had the result like Trumbull's had, right? Like I think they want to start Ryan Jack, but they, he hasn't had that Nino win yet. Um, and I bet they thought it was going to be Louie or they thought it was going to be Hernandez. Um, but I think in this match. That's tough, though, got, man. You got to go with the guy that keeps it really close with people, and that's Trombley. Um, Trombley, when he loses, he loses very tight matches. Uh, Jack let Louie get ahead of him a little bit, and almost Louie almost picked up the major on him. So um, I think that he'll be a starter in the future. But I yeah. don't think it can be soon. Okay, this so week. I was just making sure that you, you're picking Trombley to be the starter in the eventually. Be the starter. I'm, um, yeah, I'm picking Corbin Myers. Corbin Myers. Yeah, I don't care who they roll out. Right. <laughs> Doesn't matter because Corbin Myers has been absolutely on. Dude, Major Louis Hayes and Jamie Hernandez. Okay. I like, think. I think that. Mm, I won't go that far. Like in my mind, coming into this year, I saw. Mickey tier one, and then I saw uh, Jamie Hernandez, Corbin Myers, Louis Hayes tier two, right? That and, and even Trombley, like I saw those guys all right there together, kind of equal. After watching this year, I think it's Mickey and Corbin at the top, and the other guys definitely have a shot, right? But I think that they're they're on the same level, and Corbin might even beat him. Um, You're right, and you know I think that like looking at it, it's almost like. Like these guys, they just don't look like they're they're competing with Corbin Myers, but it looks like they're competing with Mickey, you know? Like yeah. Louis was inches away from beating him, but I mean Corbin Myers, you know, put a hurting on him. So yeah, well I we mean, gotta Louis can can change it up. Our man Chad in the chat uh, again coming in saying Trombley came up with that big dual saving pen last year when they wrestled Virginia Tech. Mm -hmm. That's that's a good point. Oh, Girardi, Girardi, yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe he gets the go just from 
what happened last year, you know? Uh, who knows? But, uh, I mean, it's freaking equal right now, it seems, so why the hell not? Last time he saw a hooky, he pinned him. Um, but, yeah, man, so... Or let, let's me, yeah, all right. Um, 141, we got Tariq Wilson versus Sammy Hilgis. I'm going to go ahead and drop my freaking bombshell. Sammy Hilgis is going to get this win. Um, I'm dude, I'm rolling with it. All right, call me crazy all you want. How are you picking all these upsets and yet it's still so close? Look, I I'm, I love Tariq, man. Tariq's awesome. Um, and, and I he's absolutely the heavy favorite, absolutely right. Um, but what I was thinking when I'm going back and I'm, I'm looking at matches and I'm seeing what happens, I can't unsee that cradle by Chad Red, and I can't forget that Sammy loves freaking cradles and is stupid good on top. Right, um, so I just, like a prophet right now. You're just gonna prophesy. That people are calling me crazy in the chat. That's fine. I don't care. Call it what you want. <laughs> I give zero shits. Say whatever you want. All right, is you know get your own podcast, and you know I can get in the chat and talk. Call you crazy, um, but I I just see it, man. I see I see Sammy Hilgis getting one cradle locked up at some point. I'm not calling the pin. Uh, but I see him getting a cradle locked up. I see him getting a couple of backs and getting a close win. It was a big upset. He was stupid close to getting it over Zach Sherman. Um, you know, the Courtney match wasn't really that close, but it wasn't like a blowout either. Uh, I just, I think that he's going to break through at some point. And why the heck not in the biggest duel of the year when he's got a chance to cradle a guy that's been cradled before, that's long, lanky, is cradleable. He got cradled before by Chad Red. Yeah, Chad Red is unreal at cradles man this is Tariq until proven otherwise the dude can't lose oh okay <laughs> he can't, he can't lose. Hey. he's the clutchest guy in the ACT right now for all I'm concerned he's not gonna lose in this duel if he's gonna lose at any point in the season I'm with you he's the guy to beat but it happens this weekend That's no he's too clutch oh he's yeah yeah all right you know what there's about a 99% chance that when we get back on the show next week that you're going to give me crap and everybody's going to call me stupid. But there's like a 1% shot that next week I'm going to look like an absolute you genius. About this. You're okay. just crazy. You absolute are crazy. genius. It's going to happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> the chat is right. <laughs> um, yeah, and I got other people telling me that I also picked Slinger to beat Deontay Wilson. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. You're crazy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, you know what? It's... What the hell good is it to be a fan and to have fun with this thing if I'm not going to pick what I believe in? All right. Um, and, and I even got, I got Dyson, man. Dyson in the chat. Jacob's pulling me that way. Um, no, stop Sammy, it. Sammy, stop the cradle Hilligus is going to lock up a cradle at some point. Like he's going to get, he's going to lock up a cradle. He's going to get a couple <laughs> of swipes and he's going to pull out the win. It's going to happen. All right. Oh I'm God. telling you right now, I'm putting it no right way. here. Guys, you can't lose. You just, did you hear that? It's me putting it on the table. Okay, it's gonna happen. So, mark it really? down. All right. That's bad. Forty-nine. Andonian versus Scott. You should make it plus six. Here, I'll change it for you. I'm not making it plus six. I didn't. I said he wouldn't pin him. Oh, I'll pin nah, I'm not. Call, I'm not calling the pin. I mean, it's probably. I, it's probably more likely if he beats Tariq that he pinned him, but I, I'm going to say that he locks up a cradle, Tariq gets out of it, but he got a couple back points. Um, you know, it is what it is. One four, he got cradled. What do you want me to tell you? Okay, um, next. 
149 <laughs> is Ed Scott, Bryce Andonian. Uh, I mean, dude, Ed Scott has looked really good this year. He's fun to watch. Um, yeah, I'm like, really excited for this match. He's, a lot of fireworks coming. Oh, dude, both of these guys. Both of these dudes are absolutely stupid, stupid fun to watch. Both of them are like... I don't like using the term kitchen sink because it's kind of like a derogatory thing. Like, like they don't know what they're doing, but it's like, what? I thought that just means you just go like you have no how, fear. That's how I take it. Like I take it like these dudes just go out there and scrap and they don't crap what's happening. They just go for it. Um, so I'm a huge fan of both of these dudes because of how they wrestle. Um, I think, I think Adonian's going to get the win. Um, he, he's, he's just proven himself a little bit more. Right. Um, but like I, I view, I view Scott as like this, like, like a horse before you break him, right? Just this wild horse that is absolutely crazy and he's fun to watch, but like as soon as he zones in just a little bit, dude's going to be dangerous, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's fun to watch, man. I think that, uh, man, there's going <laughs> to, it's just going to be wild. I'm like looking back on all these things that have happened. You know, Bryce Andonian getting that cradle, last second cradle on Denton, just like going for it. Um, him doing the win Dixie on Josh Howe. Freaking yep. Scott just trying to like, just running at some dude, trying to throw him with double under. Like, it's going to be crazy. These dudes yep. are going to be exhausted by the end. I think, man, if, if Ed Scott can keep it close and, and keep that pace up, I think he'll, he'll get to Andonian. I think he actually can win that match. I'll if he doesn't this. like Tony and get too far ahead in the beginning. I'll say this. Uh, neither one of us picked it, but the more I talk about it, it's going to end in a pin. I think it will. They I, should I, just end at 149. They really uh, should. They start at 57. <laughs> um, see what happens. These dudes <laughs> are just going to go lay it on the table. and I just I, I don't believe it's going to seven minutes. I don't. I, <laughs> I can I think, see it. I mean, this is going to be the match of the night in my mind. Yeah. I think... Uh, in terms of fireworks. Yeah. Um, 57, Hayden Hydley, Connor Brady. Brady's looked good lately, but, um, you know, Hayden Hydley's an alien. Hydley next topic sort of um, thing. Charles Barkley next topic. Um, Charles Barkley next topic. Yep. So, yeah, we, we got Barkley winning. Um, the, uh, you have tech, I have major, um, but I could easily have picked tech. So I don't, think, I don't think it goes to seven minutes. I think I was trying to decide between a tech and a pin. I think he's going to tech him. Yep. Um, well, the only reason I picked majors because, uh, McClure almost held off the tech and Brady beat McClure. So I was like, yeah, well, I'll give, it, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, but 65 Mackay versus Tommy Bullard. Um, it's Mackay. I, I, it's, there's not much to say there. Um, I don't think he gets the major. I think that Bullard's too stingy. Um, but you know, Makai's really good at getting people on their back <laughs> I got uh, yeah. and getting any points, like going two and two. Um, and so, you know, if he gets a few of those, he's going to get a major for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I got the major. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know. I, I think he gets it. Um, 74, Danny Bullard, Cody Howard. I know Cody Howard just beat Devin Kane. Um, but is it Cody Howard? It's not Cody Howard. It's someone else. It's yeah. Dakota. Um, Dakota Howard. There's a Cody Howard. I don't know if there it it's, is Dakota. I think it's Dakota Howard. I don't know. Hopefully, I'm pretty sure. 
I'm looking up the roster right now. But anyway, we can keep going. Um, either way, it, it's going to be uh, Danny Bullard. Uh, and I got Danny Bullard by a major decision, no matter who they throw out here. Um, I think he gets on top, turns turns the dude once or twice. Um, he's looked good, man. I mean, bo- like Tommy Bullard at 165 starting to kind of turn it around a little bit, but he has a really tough division. Um, but Daniel Bullard is, I think, 6-1 and one or something. His only loss is to, to Flitz of App State, um, who's is good so he's good um yeah i I think daniel bullard's looked really good and i think he's got a good shot at at going far this year um 84 let's uh let's do it man trent Hidley, hunter bolin uh both these guys are undefeated coming into this match and bolin holds a 2-0 record in college over over trent so i think uh what what you got i picked bolin um, it's kind of one of those situations where it's just bowling until proven otherwise. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen in this match. I think Trent's gotten a lot better, um, just with, with his freestyle. Um, and so I wouldn't be surprised. This one was tough for me. It wasn't a tough choice. Um, I picked bowling and it wasn't hard to pick bowling because he's two and over him. He's got his number, but it was tough because if you, if this had been the first duel of the season, Right after uh, Hayden had beaten Miles Mean, then I would have picked Hayden uh, because I think he looked really good this summer wrestling freestyle. Um, yeah. But you know, coming off the appendix surgery, um, he, I mean, he came in like probably a little too soon off that appendix surgery and has kind of been getting adjusted back to the weight, right? And so we haven't seen him, and he's had tough opponents, so we haven't seen him go out there and just like put it on anybody really. Um, so I think. I, I think Bolin gets it. Bolin's looked really good. Um, yeah, yep. I went Bolin as well. But it, that's obviously, if if I only got to watch one match out of this duel, I mean, it's between that one, one twenty five and one forty nine. Um, but that one's definitely there for me as far as like these are like, Hadley Bolin could legitly be a national final. Right, obviously, there's some really good dudes out there with with Brooks and who knows what weight Amin's going and all those guys, but like 100% could be a national final. Um, so, but 197, Isaac Trumbull, Andy Smith. Um, I think you got to keep picking Isaac Trumbull. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, you got to. I mean, like the the dude just keeps beating people. Um, Andy Smith is good though. Uh, he, he's you know the baby-faced assassin. He looks like he's like 12 years old, but he uh, he wrestles really good, and I think he's going to be good. Um, and I'm excited to see his career unfold. But uh, I got to pick Isaac Trumbull until proven otherwise. Um, yeah, I think that he kind of um, it's going to be kind of a boring match. Um, Andy Smith didn't do much against Jay. He kind of just like really, really defensive, tried to hold him off as much as he could, and then. By the end, uh, there was no more holding him off. Um, and, and from what it seems, it seems like Trumbull wasn't a leg attack guy. So um, this could be a, a, a mat wrestling match, and, and we know that Trumbull's really good on top. So Yeah, Trumbull's definitely not a leg attack guy. I don't think he's shot one time in his <laughs> matches um, because he's, he's a big Greco guy, right? Um, he wrestled Greco at... Uh, whatever tournament that was this summer and got first uh first or second i can't remember he's in the finals either way 
Um, but he's a big Greco guy, so he goes out there, locks it, and, and for a damn good reason, because I'm telling you, the man is nine foot tall and has hollow bones. He like it's you got to see him in person. It's different. Like it, I haven't seen Jay, so I don't know how big Jay is, and I know Jay's kind of considered a little bit bigger, but uh, <laughs> he's huge. Dude. Jay walks around like two twenty, two twenty five. Really? Yeah, he's a big dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Trumbull, you know it. it Greco's good for him, man. He's got a lot of, you know, he's basically just a human lever or uh, what you gonna call it? It's a lever, whatever. What's it called? Like, like a, a lever? Yeah. What? Le- whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like physics in my mind, and um, <laughs> yeah, we've been talking for too long. Um, all Let's right. get to get anyway, out of here. We got the one and two. We got Deontay Wilson's number one ACC. Uh, John Boris number two. Uh, I think Deontay's kind of had his number uh, when they've wrestled, but heavyweight's just not really exciting me this year in the ACC because it's just, it literally, I don't think the, the rankings have changed for me. I think they've been the same the entire time because they've just kind of proven to be right. Um, yeah, I think, wait, no, 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 no. You changed gunning for sure. Oh, yeah, you're right. I dropped Gunning this week, um, and that's that was tough to do because I know Gunning's good, and I know Gunning has wins over some of the guys. I think he even has a win over Quinn, who bumped yeah, over him. Yeah. But Quinn's like 6-1 and one this year or something like that, and Gunning's 1-2. and two. Like it, Quinn it, looks a lot better. Um, but, I mean, Gunning did wrestle the number one, number two guy. No, I, I get so it. Shut down. That's just where it's hard in rankings because, like, how do I keep a dude that's one and two over the guy at six and one? You know, I mean, I think in future years it's going to be a lot easier, but right yeah. now it's like it's just so hard when it's just ACC. But I will say Quinn's a different wrestler. I mean, the the Slinger match was inspirational. You know, the major ended up winning us the duel. Yeah, and he ended up getting it at the end. So rode him for four and a half minutes or something like that. Okay, so I got to say something, though. You said best hair in college wrestling. I don't know if you text it to me or what. No, Dude. no, no. I put it on my story. There's a story behind okay. it. Um, you so got to explain this. because the live edits or the live uh, whatever. The updates, live updates. And uh, when they were wrestling Virginia Tech, I want to say, they said Quinn had the worst hair, probably the worst hair in NCAA or like wrestling. And so I had to say, like, best, and then I put the asterisk next to it because, like, you know, change a word. Yeah, CP did his dirty. So I had to say, I had to be sassy back. All right, dude. <laughs> I, I don't agree with Flo on a whole lot of stuff, but I might on this one, my man. His it's hair is rough. Boy. It's a bad boy, but you can't do one of my dogs dirty like that, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hold, well, I'm going to get back to that in a minute. Uh, Chad, keep coming and clutching the chat. Fulcrum, that's what I was looking for. There we go, not lever. I was looking for fulcrum. Um, I said physics, he got it. Um, but I, was, I hated physics. Least favorite class in high school. Like, all gosh, right. sucked. Anyway, back to that. Um, yeah, sorry I'm doing the dude dirty. I mean, he was on, I, I had him on uh, Cavalier Wrestling Radio when I had Coach Garland on last episode, and um, great dude, right? But, dude, that hair, it, uh, it's tough business in the front party in the back it's tough it yeah um he needs to put some like he needs to spike it or something well the, the, yeah. <laughs> so, like, the thing that saves it is that he absolutely owns it and that is his personality like that is him yeah. that haircut 100%. so that saves it you know if it was somebody trying to be like cute and put a mo like a mullet like that would just be 
really bad, but like he, Patch had a great mullet. Yeah. Like it was feathered, it was nice. It like folded out back. Yeah. <laughs> but still best um, interview in wrestling of all time, Sammy Brooks. Oh all yeah. Time. Dude, so funny. So funny. Um, yeah, if you're listening and somehow you have not heard the Big Ten interview of Sammy Brooks, you need to go do that right now as soon as you get off. Yeah, the um, mullet interview. Yeah, but yeah, man, that's through everything. Uh, only thing left is the winner of the duel, um, and you have it 17 to 17 with NC State coming out with the win on criteria of some sort. Um, most techs. Most techs. All right. I and, give him the deck, and that's, that's the decider for me. And I got our boy Sammy Hillegas winning the damn duel. I got the shirt on if you're watching the video. The Hokies are going to take out the Wolf Pack. I'm sorry for my pack, guys. I love the pack, and they're awesome. I worked over there for summer. No, great, he doesn't. He great dudes. Yeah, whatever. Him. Great dudes. But I just, I think, and, and again, I Wolf Pack is favored, right? And I'm picking my win off of an upset Sammy Hillegas at 141. Um, so definitely favored for the pack to win this one, but I'm I'm going with it. I'm owning it. Uh, I got an 18 to seven one point win, and the Hokies in the the nation's longest dual winning streak. So mm-hmm. that's what I got. Yeah. Man. And I think they gets it, man. I just think I think that Camacho can turn around the the Tona choice that I made, and Hydley can easily turn around the Bowling choice I made. So. Yep. I just think that there's a lot of swings that, that favor NC State. And so um, I'm going to stick with them. They look really good this year, and uh, I expect them to keep it up, you know. Absolutely. And obviously, I'm a huge fan of both. They're both awesome. I love watching both of them wrestle. Um, you know, got to pick somebody. So got to go with it, man. But uh, What were our uh, updated choices, updated picks from last week? Oh, yeah, I was about to get to that. So I forgot to, if you're watching the video, here's our records from the season. We are 100% deadlocked. Uh, key matches, both of us are 12-9, and nine, which absolutely sucks. We're awful. We should stop doing these. Um, but uh, duels are 15-2 and two for both of us. So both of us are 15-2. and two. They're dual picks in our individual matches, 12-9. and nine. Um, we're trash. <laughs> yeah, we are absolutely trash at picking individual matches. So, um, yeah, if if you're in the chat and one of your you know your kid or your friend or somebody got picked against individually, then that's probably a good thing. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, but man, I, I think that's pretty much all I got. Um, anything else you want to hit on before we go into this thing? Uh. No, man. Um, just going to have a great off day tomorrow. Probably going to, you know, go on a, a light jog, uh, you know, get the blood flowing and have a great day. You know? awesome. Super pumped. Try, try not to crap in the middle of your run. I know you're, you know, into doing that. Dude, it's better when I'm in shape. It doesn't happen whenever I'm in shape. So you, you're <laughs> out of shape sometimes because like. Dude, this quarantine, I was pretty out of shape. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, good deal, good deal. All I got tomorrow is office hours and a haircut. So, um, be hanging around, not doing much. It's gonna be gonna be a reading day, probably. Got a good new book, learning about cryptocurrency. Um, got into that world with Rockfin, of course, and uh, you know, trying to figure this crap out, man. Um, all right, well, that's all we got. Thank y'all for listening. Make sure that you follow Matt Geeks on the Facebook, Twitter. 
uh, Apple Podcasts, and you know, share it with your friends. If you like it, talk about it. If you don't, forget it ever happened. See ya. <laughs>